how much revenue have you generated in the last 12 months for these companies? Yeah, so we are pushing, um, so the education side is going to be, it fluctuates a bit, but it's about, um, I'd say it's about a 70-30 split. 70% of the revenue comes from, um, comes from the agency side and 30% comes from the uh, education side. So we do about 1.3 million. So here's a big question. As a digital marketer, how can we accelerate our business with extreme momentum without all the turbulence and time suck? And how do we do it in a way that changes the lives of everyone around us? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Chad Kaderi, CEO of Dashclicks, and welcome to Marketer's Mindset. What's going on, everybody? We have Joel Irway from the Webinar Agency, all the way out of Niagara Falls. Joel, welcome to the Marketer's Mindset podcast. What is it that you actually do? And how do you generate revenue for not one, but you have two companies, the webinar agency and high ticket courses. Well, thanks Chad for having me on. So we help experts semi-retire with high ticket courses. That's our core mission statement. Yep. I love that. And um, if you could, I know you have, obviously you have the webinar agency, high ticket courses, but who is your ideal avatar? Who's the people that you love working with the best? Course creators, coaches, and consultants, people who are looking to, um, launch their own, their own uh, branded course. Uh, so whether that's a personal brand or they're looking to do a, a course or a program, we show them how to take their knowledge, package it up, sell it in a digital product of some sort and launch a million dollar course business around it. Love it. So you're essentially, in a nutshell, you're essentially teaching people how to create an educational product and scale it up. Would that make sense? Yep. Awesome. Yep. And how many team members are on your team today? What's like just a quick breakdown of that? Oh God. Uh, I want to say 10 to 12 team members. Uh, we have myself, we have my operations manager, my wife. Um, we have, uh, Catherine, Christy, um, Mary Ellen Marvick. Those are our assistants on the content management side. Um, and they're all full time. We have Matt, who's my partner on the agency side. We have Ben who manages our client success on, um, He's our client success director for the mentorship program. Uh, we have Lael who manages our enrollment and I'm missing anybody. Jeremy who manages our, our ads. I think that is, I think that, that's that, everyone. That sounds and like a nice also, Nabil. Yep. We have one more. We have Nabil who is a, um, who is my personal brand content manager. Awesome. Is everybody full time on the team and is also, are you guys remote or in house? Everybody's remote except for myself and my wife. Um, yep, makes sense. Most of them are full time. Jeremy, uh, I'd say it's 50 50. 50 okay, that's fine. Time. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Part time. And, yep. um, and how many clients are you actively serving? I guess we'll split this up. Uh, how many people are in the web, webinar agency program? How many people are in high ticket courses? On the webinar agency side, hundreds of clients. Um, so in the past, I mean, so we're a project house for the most part, we do some ongoing. Um, but, uh, I mean, in the past month we, we take on anywhere between 10 to 15 new agency clients a month. Gotcha. Um, and on the education side, we have hundreds of, of students in there as well. Um, we just launched our mentorship program in a beta. We have about 43 people inside of that. And we've had three to 400 people purchase our do-it-yourself program and 
I don't know, four or 500 people purchase our introductory program called the Power Offer Workshop. So, Got yeah. you. I'm familiar with both also as well. So congratulations on that. Uh, yeah. The webinar agency, how long has that been open for? 2015. 15 and then high ticket courses? In one version or another, it's gone through a couple of rebranding um, sure. exercises, but um, 2017, yeah, 2017 okay. is when that first version launched. Cool. And if you could take both of the, all of your lists for both companies, combine them together, let's say your email list, your mini chat bot subscribers, yep. um, you know, whatever other lists that you have, if you put them all together, how many people, if you want to send a message tomorrow, how many people do you think you're going to reach? Probably about 15,000, uh, 15 to 20,000. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Let me recount that. We have like 30,000 people on social media for Instagram. Um, if I look at my subscribers, that'll probably, that's probably between 12 to 15,000. I always ask this as a fun question because you know, a lot of digital marketers are going to come on here. What's, what's open rate on average email you send? What are you getting? Mine's horrible. Uh, it's, it's gonna, it's an, I'm embarrassed to share it, but I will share it. Um, it's, I looked at it yesterday. It's about 10 to 12%. Okay. So that's um, not too bad. I mean, average that we've been getting on here and we've had a lot of coaches uh, on the space um, selling education as well. Probably about 15%, 20%, like is probably the highest that I've seen. That's pretty normal. We, we are having some email deliverability issues. Like even when I send stuff out from my Gmail account, like if I'm messaging one person, it's going to spam. So gotcha. anyway, it's something that we have to fix. <laughs> so so uh, pricing model. Now let's, let's break down and segment these two companies. Uh, if I want to join the webinar agency, what does that cost? So our, our done for you services, our partner services going to start at 25,000. Okay. Our um, uh, ongoing maintenance package is going to start at six thousand. Um, that's six thousand. Is that annually? Monthly. Monthly. Yep. Okay, gotcha. Yep. So uh, six thousand a month, um, and those are the two primary packages that we that we sell on the agency side. Awesome. Yep. And then high ticket courses. What does that look like? So we just launched our mentorship program at $7,500. Um, and so that's like our group program done with you. Uh, one the do it yourself. One-time fee. Yep. One time fee. Okay, cool. Yep. Do it yourself is going to be 2000 And um, my introductory program is going to be $37. And there's some upsells and bumps. That's great. That so you have month. a nice little value ladder going up there. So, so yeah, yeah. We built it backwards. When, um, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to ask this. Um, where are you driving all of your traffic to which offer? Right now, um, we drive it to our power offer workshop, which is our low end offer. And we drive that's it to our mini. That's the $37 offer. And then we drive it to our mini webinar funnel, which is our application funnel to, um, for our high end stuff. So we drive it to both. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to dive a little bit deep into the metrics because you are your webinar guy. Okay. Um, and I, I always have tons of questions on webinars. Uh, in fact, uh, we just had a, another uh, amazing entrepreneur, um, our Keck, who was just on uh, right before this. And, um, and we dove deep into some, some pretty big numbers. He's running a lot of YouTube ads the guys doing about, uh, about $200,000 a month running YouTube ads, uh, sending them to basically a VSL and also a webinar funnel. Right. Um, First of all, there's many different types of webinar. I know we always hear the term mini webinar, right? Uh, which is uh, uh, something that you do a lot of. I think you're in fact the one who created it, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the concept of a mini webinar. So for the viewers in the audience that are listening and watching to this, what exactly is, what's the difference between a mini webinar and like a full blown hour, hour and a half webinar? What, what is the difference really? 
I'm going to try and keep this as short as possible. Yeah. This is normally where I go into my long spiel. So yeah. I am going to, I am, I am going to slice this down. Think about it in terms of this way. Um, we have educational based funnels. Think of that as a marketing funnel, education based funnels. And then we have sales funnels. And a lot of people just combine those two when in reality, they're completely different. Okay. Your educational based funnels. Think of that as that's what your webinar funnel is where you are providing value up front. Um, you're educating the market and hopefully at the end you make them an offer. They decide to take you off on the offer. They don't, but there's a lot of educating that happens before you make the offer. Yep. A sales funnel is you're making an offer right away. Like it's a conversion funnel. Like I'm looking to make a sale. This can be a direct to offer, or it can even be, um, a book a call. Yep. Call to action is happening right away, essentially. Call to action is, yeah, the call to action is happening right away. But in um, the way that I think about it is like your promise is happening right away. Your core promise of your offer is happening right away. Gotcha. So when we came up with the mini webinar funnel, we were running into all sorts of issues with rising ad costs and um, our own long form webinar funnel wasn't performing. And without going into the details, I, um, I said, you know what? screw it. I'm going to do the exact opposite of what we're doing. I'm not going to do an educational based funnel because I'm over-educating my market. That's what I ended up finding out. I was over-educating my market. They wanted what I was offering them. It was just taking me too long to explain what it was before I even gave them the offer. So I said, I'm going to flip it on its head. I'm going to make the offer right up front. Once I hook them in with the promise, that's my offer, my promise. Then I'm going to give them a little bit of education, a little bit of marketing, like the need to know information. And then I'm going to have them book a call with me. Okay. So let's, I want to just peel the onion back really quick on that. So everybody can understand. So when you say make them the offer up front, if let's say as an example, I'm selling a thousand dollar course. Okay. Are they jumping onto this mini webinar and literally right at the beginning, I'm saying, Hey guys, uh, today we're going to talk about this thousand dollar course. And this is, um, or this, we're going to talk about this and this is how much it is. And then you going in from there and then you're yep. actually teaching them about it. Good question. So no, we're not going to reveal the price right away. I'm making them, but my, my core offer, I'm referring to that as my promise. Like that one okay. core promise that you're making, like I'm going to put that right up front. Your big, bold so statement, essentially. I, yeah, my big, bold statement. So like when I launched my first, um, my first mini webinar and I launched it with a power offer, like my offer is made right on the ad. Like the first thing that they see is my promise. Um, my long form webinar was trying to enroll people into my done for you service and my high end coaching program. When I flipped it on its head, I said, you know what? I'm just gonna make the offer right in the ad. And it's gonna be like, Hey, listen, if I offer to make you a webinar, um, would you take me up on that offer? I and you. so that's when like the floodgates opened up and I was, you know, I went from paying $400 per application to $30 an application overnight. Well, cause and you're so, not, you're not making people go through an hour and a half of content to finally get to the offer, to finally think if it's a good fit for them. Um, yeah, exactly. Content. There's a lot of benefits to that. Number one, anyone who opts in to listen to your offer is an intended buyer, right? They might not, they might not take you up on the offer, but at least they, number one, know that you have an offer. So many people out there are building lists of, of and, and audience members um, of people who never see an offer and they're just freebie seekers. So whenever they do make an offer, they're not conditioned to buy and they get offended when you make an offer. So there's a lot of pros to building a, a buyer's list or an intended buyer's list. Gotcha. Um, and how how yeah. long on average is that mini webinar? What's the timestamp on that? We've seen like? them as short as four minutes and um, 
some of my clients, they are a little bit lengthy so they can make them, you know, as long as 25 minutes, but okay. on average 10 to 15. Okay. Let's go through some, let's go through some metrics. I know I've met, obviously I'm, I'm an analytics and marketing guy. Metrics are different for every single campaign. So for those of you viewing, do not take these uh, and stamp them uh, and make, you know, make it seem like you're going to get the exact same results. But talk to me about maybe the results that you're getting for your funnel. If we can use one of them as an example, top of the funnel, how many people are you getting to? And, and let me actually rewind really quick before I ask this question. Are you sending people to an opt-in to watch that mini webinar? Or are you literally sending them to the page and the mini webinar is just straight up playing right there on the page? You can do both. So we have done both. I've done both. Um, and we better. really take it. It, we really take it a two-phase approach. They both work almost equally as well. Okay. There's an intention. Um, there are, if you are doing an ungated um, mini webinar where your mini webinar is on the landing page and they don't have to opt in to watch it, um, normally I will build that out after we've kind of validated our offer. I know it converts and, um, you know, it, it's, it, I just want to, I want to get as high a quality as lead as possible. Now, when I'm working with clients and this is what we did when we first started out if we're testing a brand new offer we will gate it so we will just make it a, we'll make a we'll put a headline on the landing page with our core promise and we will let them know like we are looking for clients start your application now and we will collect that lead because it it generates a list and it validates our core promise headline yep. because if they're opting in based on that headline you know that the core promise is on yep so we usually always start out with a gated um, mini webinar with a very, very simple landing page. Let's say you drive traffic. I'm assuming let's just use Facebook ads as an example. Okay. Running Facebook ads to a landing page. What's your average opt-in on that gate? Yeah. So I'm going to speak in terms of percentages because costs are going to vary at every cool. single market. Um, yep. So percentage we're shooting for at least 20% opt-in rate on, on that. They tend to be a little bit lower because you are making a direct promise or direct offer. Um, yep. So it tends You're to be lower, out. but you're waiting out the people who are just not a good fit right off the bat. Exactly. It's what yep. you want to so do because you're saving time on the back end, right? For all your sales yep. reps. Yep. So we're going to see on average 20 to 30%. Cool. And then, so let's keep, let's keep, let's go down the funnel really quick. 20, 30% opt in. Um, how many of those people, I don't know if you're tracking this, but how many of those people are making it all the way until the end of that video and then actually applying? Yep. So of those first initial opt-ins, um, you're going to have a dialed in funnel when you convert 10% of those opt-ins into a call, into an application or a call, right? Yeah. Um, so those are the kind of benchmarks that we look for. 20 to 30% on the first step, 10% of those people to schedule a call and, and apply. Is it using long form or short form applications? Like, are you asking them 30 questions to like super qualify them? Or are you just like, hey, give me your name, email, phone number, pick a time, let's do this? Normally we'll do around like eight to 12, somewhere in that, in that range. Uh, you don't want it to be too, uh, too long if it's cold traffic, cause it will just turn them off. Um, yeah. but it, you also want to make sure that these people are, are, are vetted. So yeah. we do about eight to 12. Okay. Fair enough. Where are all these leads going? What's CRM using? Personally, we use Kartra. Um, okay. we've used click funnels. We've used active campaign. We've used, um, convert kit right now. We're on Kartra because it's an all in one, platform. And, uh, for the most part, I'm, I'm relatively happy with it aside from their page builder, but I'm going to ask because there's a big, there's a big question mark in the space. What do you like better Kartra or ClickFunnels? And why? I, 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 view, I view them as two completely different platforms. Like, um, I like ClickFunnels page builder. Yep. Better. And funnel. 
if it worked, I would like their funnel tracking better, <laughs> okay. but I, I have never found it to be accurate. Agreed. <laughs> um, no, agreed. Okay. And, and um, I hate Kartra's page builder, but I love a lot of other things that they've got going on. I love all in one. It they seems to operate. Yeah, so I, they really should. I, I wish that they had taken the best of like the ClickFunnels page designer and implemented it because their page designer kind of is archaic and is a big pain in the butt, but. Fair enough, okay. Hey, yep. all right, well, let's keep going. We got a couple minutes left here. Um, in the last 12 months, if you take uh, the webinar agency and high ticket courses, I don't know if you wanna split them up so the audience can get a better understanding and learn from it, but how much revenue have you generated in the last 12 months for these companies? Yep, so we are pushing, um, so the education side is gonna be, it fluctuates a bit, but it's about, um, I'd say it's about a 70-30 split. 70% of the revenue comes from um, comes from the agency side and 30% comes from the uh, education side. So we do about 1.3 million um, total collective. And uh, so whatever that breaks up. Yeah, what, look, $1.3 million. You guys have, you said it was 13 people, I think, on your team, right? Yeah, so and I, I'll be honest with you. I think nine of them were brought on about... Uh, within the past um, six months. <laughs> so, hey, congr congratulations. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, we, we uh, kept it relatively, um, you know, we, we kept it relatively uh, a lifestyle business for a long time. And um, now that we're really grown the education side, it's, it's grown. It's grown quickly. Guys. That's so. awesome. Where do you see yourself in 12 months from today? What revenue number do you, would you like to be at? Fast forward 12 months. Now that you have team, because you, you got brought on, that's a lot of people, nine people. It is. It is a lot of people. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think in terms of revenue, to be honest, it's, uh, it sounds weird. Um, like I've, I've, you would have asked, if you would have asked me three years ago, I would have told you, I thought in terms of revenue, but I work four days a week. I, um, this is, it's, 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 it's kind of a lifestyle business, but kind of not. I'm not in it to grow a huge company. I'm in it to... Let me rephrase it. I'll rephrase yeah. the question. What okay, goal that's... would you have for yourself to hit in 12 months? And that can be revenue. It can be, I want to work less. It could be anything. What would be your like number one thing that you, if you could have anything, what would it be? My biggest goal right now is to grow my personal brand. Um, and <laughs> it's not really to grow a huge company. Like I'm not one, I don't want to build a massive education business. I don't want to grow a massive group coaching program. I I'm very content with my clients right now. And, and um, I'm really looking to grow the personal brand. So get on more stages, get on more, um, get on more, uh, get more exposure. And as a result, everything will grow. Um, so might not be the answer you're looking for, but no, that's, that, uh, that works. That works perfectly fine. So last question I have for you. Um, I'm going to say aside from Kartra, what's a favorite software tool you use in your business today? Favorite software that I use today. Um, God, I mean, use what, what am I on right now? It's, uh, probably Google Sheets. Is Google Sheets. That sound. Okay. I, I like building. Uh, I like building spreadsheets. I'm my my background is in engineering, so I like coming up with formulas and seeing it all work automatically. So I'll say uh, I Google, actually Google enjoy Sheets working in Google Sheets. Google Sheets. I love Google Sheets. So Google Sheets it is. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Joel Earlway, all the way from Niagara Falls uh, with the webinar agency and high ticket courses. Joel, thank you so much for jumping on Marketer's Mindset Podcast. And we will see you here in the near future, my friend. You got it. Thanks, dude. Have a good one. Want more of Marketer's Mindset? 
Join our private Facebook group where agencies from all over the world share strategies, network, and scale their business together. Visit facebook.com slash groups slash marketers mindset to get instant access. Also, if this podcast impacted you in any way, please share it with friends and leave us a review on iTunes as that really helps build our community.